The Weezer Bracket is brought to you by... Hey, Andrew, uh, you know what I really hate? What? I, I hate it when tech bros try to take services uh, that we already have, uh, market them back to us at an exorbitantly high rate. I hate that. I really do. I don't enjoy that either. So you know what I love? What? The United States Postal Service. I love the Postal Service. It's fucking great. And I'm not even talking about the band. <laughs> I, I, I will not give up on the United States Postal Service. You know, what I, you know what I did today? I had to mail some bullshit for the government. And you know what? It cost me fucking nothing. If I took it to like UPS or something like that, it would cost me $25. These people hate mail. You know what comes in the mail? Checks. I love checks. I love checks mix. I like rice checks. I like it all, you know? I know. Without that, it wouldn't come. So give me some mail. Mail's good. It is. The only thing I just like about the, post- the United States Postal Service is the lines sometimes. Yeah, but you know what? Popular things have lines. Roller coasters have lines. I know. That's how you know something's good, if it has a line. <laughs> Roller coasters, lines to get new s- sneakers. Yeah, the DMV. <laughs> I was going to do the DMV joke eventually. Uh, my, my post office has a bunch of cool pictures of Ray Charles. My, my post office is dedicated to Ray Charles. What fucking tech bro website is dedicated to Ray Charles? None of them. Uh, you're right. My postal service supports heroin junkies, you know, and I'm okay with that. Stamps.com. Not sponsoring the Weezer bracket. Fuck you. Fuck you, Stamps.com. If you you send us something in the mail, which you shouldn't because you should not have either one of our home addresses. No. And we don't have an office. Well, there are some listeners here who do. No, because it's... It'd be deep in their text messages. Those and, are friends. Yeah. Some of, them are, some of them are like my ex-roommates who've lived in my place. Look, anyone knows if they really had to get something to us, they should send it to one of the bars we frequent. They will get to us then. <laughs> like, if you need to call Andrew, just call up you rustic in. It's happened before. Ask for it. It's happened before. <laughs> Turned out to be someone I did not know. That is probably our greatest story from that. I love that story so much. Anyhow. Oh, yeah, we have a show to do, so let's get to it. Love you, the United States Postal Service. Yeah, federal services are good. Hell yeah. Tripping down the freeway off of Ratitude. Versus Cold Dark World. Off of Weezer, the Red Album. I know you're thinking I'm trying to score, but deep in your heart you know that I'm more than a cat or a scoundrel. Now that I found you, I don't want to lose you. How can I prove to you that I am sincere? You don't need to fear. I'm not like the others. I'll be like a 
So, you know, like in a fighting game, like how you can pick like two fighters that are the same, you know, like you could have Scorpion versus Scorpion or Chun-Li versus Chun-Li. Yeah, 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 of course. This is basically like two fucking Mike Tysons against each other. This is a fucking heavy hitter of a round. Um, yeah. <laughs> these songs, these are two songs that just really, like from day one, these were high on my list of of songs that were going to, that were really going to make some damage in this bracket. This is like Blanca versus Blanca. Blanco, man, Blanco is always one of my favorites. Blanco's the best. <laughs> I, I was always better with Chun-Li or M. Bison. Yeah, but Blanco's better. Blanco was like so much more interesting than any of the other characters. It's like, hey, we've got like two dudes who basically are the same, uh, a Russian wrestler, this Chinese girl, and then this Brazilian mutant man. And it's how like... Do they, how do they do Blanca in the Street Fighter movie? I forget. He's, uh, he's not... In it for very long. Is he just like in one scene? Yeah, I think so. God, it's been forever. It's like the Blanca scene, though. And, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like the Scorpion uh, scene in uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Did you read there's a behind the scenes like uh, expose about the making of the Street Fighter movie recently? No, it's pretty good. So the biggest problem was that like Van Dam would disappear on the weekends. He'd go to get going to get coked out. You know what I'm saying? He'd sometimes show up like a day late because he got so fucked up. That's the big question: is like, why didn't you just put that on camera? This is the fucking Street Fighter movie. Everybody should be coked out of their fucking mind. Well, Van Dam was coked out of his mind. Lucky him. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> tripping down the freeway. Of course, we keep on bringing up the same movie over and over again. Oh, yeah. Rivers' his favorite movie, according to us. Swim Fan. And I got to tell you guys, since uh, the last time we talked about this song, I went back and rewatched Swim Fan. <laughs> I still haven't seen it in fucking ages. It's pretty bad. It's, uh, it, it's high school tra- fatal attraction. That's, what it, that's exactly what it is. I think that was even their tagline. I think that was. <laughs> she doesn't boil any rabbits. Yeah, well, you just couldn't get away with that <laughs> at that period. I mean, you especially can't get away with it now. The only way you could do fatal attraction now is if you reverse gender it. No, because <sighs> then you have the creepy dude that in like everyone's talking. But I guess yeah. you can get away with it. Yeah, you just have to make it about like possessive growth males and whatnot. Yeah. I think there are movies a lot, a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, it just makes, like it, a, it makes it really uninteresting. Yeah. I I guess Rivers loves it. <laughs> I mean, we totally know that's totally true. That's not that's not a running joke. That's just truth. As we believe it. <laughs> I mean, this might shock you, Nick. He played neither of these songs at the concert the other night. What? I was really hoping for a little Cold Dark World. There, were, there weren't fans like Cold Dark World. Cold Dark World. That drunk girl in front of me was definitely screaming for Cold Dark World. <laughs> She's like, give me the Shriner Cuomo. <laughs> give me that Shriner rap. action. This is like Shriner Cuomo. That's like the Lennon McCarthy of, the, of today. It's like all those uh, Ringo Harrison. <laughs> no, it's Lennon McCarthy songs. Sometimes, you know, there's so many Shriner Cuomo songs. You know, they just actually share writing credit, even though Shriner might have written the entire song or Rivers might have written the entire song. It's just like a thing. It's, it's like a famous thing that's going on in popular songwriting today. Yeah, everyone loves to share credit. <laughs> um man we've said so much about these but we just listened to tripping down the freeway and what really stands out to me this time 
is just how long Rivers is holding like every vowel sound. And I wonder if he's doing that because he is trying to do the Billy Joel Armstrong curl up your lip while he's singing. (laughs) It is such like a bad Green Day song. And it's like, look, I kind of am getting to the point where I respect like how unapologetically it is, like all the shitty talk box filters throughout of it. And like him, like trying to sing in Billy Joel's range, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, not <laughs> just say Billy Joe. Yeah. Make Billy sure that. Yeah. So blatant. So I found a quote. This is from musicradar.com, that famous website, Music fa- We love it, the website so much. It definitely still exists, right? I'm 100% sure. It's, I'm sure that's totally a domain that has <laughs> died at just a dead end if I clicked it right now. I'm sure I couldn't buy it. <laughs> so musicradar.com asked frontman Rivers Cuomo what he considered to be his best solo on Ratitude. And he, he replied... I didn't do any of the solos. <laughs> if I had to pick a great solo, however, it would be on the song Trippin' Down the Freeway. I sort of sketched out the idea for the solo, and Pat Wilson played it. Jesus. Just like, there's, he gives you nothing you want on this album. You know, I'm often a fan of not giving fans what Actually, they want. we're wrong. He did give us Can't, Can't Stop, Stop Party. Party. Yeah, it's... He gave us a masterpiece. That justifies the whole existence of this record. <laughs> It's just like such a weird narrative where obviously like he's just almost like I'm done being Weezer or what constitutes as a Weezer song. I'm trying to throw it all out and experiment. But it's not Do you think he would have been better off if he started a new band? Uh if he, he tried. Just, I mean he was doing all kinds of weird kind of side projects. There's like that Scott and Rivers band he did. Right, yeah. but I'm just saying like Weezer's done. Now I'm going to start Here's a good question. Here's a really good question. If say he had done it and started a new band do you think Weezer would have reunited already? 100%. Yeah, 100%. They I, basically like almost had a reunion having not broken up because they did the Pinkerton Blue yeah, tour, yeah. which was almost like a Weezer reunion tour, if, if that makes hold sense. Hold on, hold on. Green was basically getting the band back together. <laughs> there's <laughs> One been, last album, guys. There's been like three or four like moments that have basically been like a Weezer reunion, even though they've never broken up. But it's like, I'm sure like... Creedence Clearwater's never actually broken up, but they, you know, they got, they're just done with it, you know? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question because, of course, we both agree they would have reunited. How many years after, let's say, let's say he breaks it up after the Red album and say that he goes and tries to start his new band mm-hmm. around Ratitude, Hurley era? How many years after that does Weezer reunite? I think they go basically one college education, four years. Okay, so four years. So let's say this is like, what, 2009? You think they get back together around 2013? About that, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like the LCD sound system. Like uh, that, that one was such fucking bullshit. That one was transparent from day one. It's like, hey, uh, we didn't. Do, our tour sales were not that good. We're going to break up for four years and come back. I think it's not as transparent. Like, I don't think that was ever his mindset. I think we all Dude. knew that was, he was going to do that. But yeah. I think he was committed at the time. But it's just because that's who I think he is. He tries to commit to things and then kind of walks back from them. 
But I think we all did the uh, the Johnny Carson bit where you write it down in an envelope and the, the Karnak bit. And it's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. And then when they announced their reunion and everyone got, went out to the streets and opened up their envelopes and see, hey, I called it, I called it. I mean, especially in this neighborhood. The funniest thing, it was because it ended up being basically about what almost like an album and a half. That's how long they were broken up. <laughs> It was like maybe a year longer than you would normally give it. Or, or. That's like all of Jay-Z's retirements. <laughs> it's like, I just did an album and the tour. I'm going to take a year off. Well, yes, that's what everyone does. The only thing they didn't do is they just didn't tour in between. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even do like a one-off show, which is what happens. Comp, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z would do like would still do concerts and stuff. Yeah. Well, well number one, it's just him and, uh, you know, he can do it with a walkman you know there are, there are a couple bands like that. i mean there are bands who take long breaks between albums there are weezer's never been one <laughs> no the longest break is between pinkerton and and green yes now that he has his like frankenstein formula he doesn't need to take it on like, you know it's not yeah. as taxing as it once was and then this is, then it was like the same break actually because it was like between um Hurley and everything will be all right in the end was about four years too. Yeah, that was a that was a long one. Yeah, but they were still doing touring and everything, and like I think they were doing like those Blue and Pinkerton shows and kind of like they were making money almost just being the band. Yeah, and I think there was this, probably this question: Do we really need new material? We can just kind of do the, do the tour thing. And from what I understand of Rivers, I think he's always trying to move forward. I think he's always trying to progress. I think he's always trying to write like. The perfect pop song. And I think that still eludes him after oh, all yeah. these years. I think those like Blue and Pinkerton tours, I don't think he likes them at all. No. Well, he never like For years, he never wanted to play Pinkerton stuff, which I always feel like was more of a show and people said that because he was still playing Pinkerton stuff there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just weren't getting as much, but you normally only get one or two songs per album any yeah but I, I think he just must be so tired of those at this point you know like i i recently found myself downtown watching the spin doctors play and then say they played two princes and i'm just trying to calculate in my head how many times they have played this fucking song and how much they are like thinking like oh shit I got to go pay my credit cards. It's getting to be the 19th of the month. They're due on the 23rd, I think. Yeah. But also, let me think. Uh, you know, that I need to get my tires rotated. You like, know they are think about anything but. I kind of agree with that, and I can understand why that sucks. But at the same time, I think we both had boring office jobs, which were pretty, you know, like you're just doing the same thing and over again oh, yeah. for like nine hours. Oh, yeah. So, like, I can't really feel too bad for someone who has to spend like five minutes a night playing <laughs> like a song. <laughs> Hold on. If it were five minutes a night, I think they would all be okay with it. But the fact I'm they have to fill out the 40... Yeah. The when they're playing like the, the 45 other minutes of like new material and they see just everyone going like to the beer stand and back, thir 13 people in front just kind of like lackluster nodding their heads. They know what's up. And it's like, uh, you know what, guys? I wish I could skip the next 40 minutes and get to the hit too. So a little context. You weren't just seeing the spin doctors that night. Yeah. Uh, I saw Smash Mouth. I saw part of it. I walked. I left. And this is not because this is no, no disrespect to Smash Mouth. No, it, well, it was because they're doing like a full set, and there are all these like fucking fifty-year-olds who knew like all the fucking lyrics to these Smash Mouth songs I'd never heard. Do you think if you would have stayed there the entire time of five was with you, or do you think we would have ditched it together? 
Uh, it depends how much alcohol we had in our systems. I went and saw Deaf Heaven. Yeah. Deaf Heaven is I, I a respectable see, show. Yeah, I want to see a real concert. Yes. <laughs> this is put on by the L.A. Parks Department, and so that makes it like a kind of another special sound. They're like, hey, have you registered to vote? I'm like, fuck off, you know? And then a beer, like a fucking Miller Lite. The funny thing is you have registered to vote. I know that. Somebody registered to me. I didn't do it. Somebody <laughs> registered me to vote. Is that legal? I would have to know who it was and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's legal to register someone else. Probably not. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like borderline have, voter fraud. It, yeah, but I don't know. I might have checked a box when I got my driver's license renewed or something yeah. like that. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, What? It doesn't. I live in fucking Los Angeles. My vote does not count for anything. I vote. I'm proud of it. Cool. You waste your time. Cold Dark World, it's just like, what a fucking shit show of a song. It is It is like there's 20 things going on and none of them good and none of them work What's with a- each other. Yeah. Scott leads it with this tough guy lead vocal talk rap like he's like one of the kid rock clones that came out from detroit in 2006 like hey missy i'm gonna come and i'm gonna fuck you and i'm gonna rap and all this there are kid rock clones that came out in 2006 yeah it's like seven years after like kid rock had like his heyday hold on kid rock had been around since like 92 number one well did you know this week was the 20th anniversary of um my name is kid my name is kid a classic record. Did you see that Stereo Gum wrote, wrote a piece? Like, actually, it was like kind of a great album. It was like, uh, and everyone was like, uh. I, I'll be honest. I've not revisited. No. I remember it being a powerhouse at the time. I, there's Ba With The Ba and, and Cowboy. Those are the two songs, only two songs I remember. And I own that album. There's one that's like Only God Forgives or something like that. Or I don't know. Look, I, I enjoy Kid Rock for this one reason. He has been successful in basically about every music genre except the one that he named himself after. What? Rock. He's never had a good rock career. Nope. He's got like rap metal sort of thing. He's now a huge country singer. Would you count call, call him new metal a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he was trying to do this thrash rap. Did he have to pay the Warren Sieb on his state for that one song? Yes. That's a sample. Yeah. Remember that time he performed it at like the fucking Emmys and like Little Wayne played guitar on it? <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne playing guitar is one of the most amazing musical eras. And I th- he wants to be good at I it. I think too. we like, all forgot about the, <laughs> that. I didn't forget about it at the time because I was laughing. Oh at my it. God. Wow. My favorite was the first time I saw him do it. It was a video when he was performing Lollipop. This was Carter Three era. And so like he was trying to do it just at live shows. And he's like, yeah, she licked me, licked me like a lollipop. And then he'd get on the car and he'd be like, burrow, 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 burrow. It was like a fucking four-year-old trying to play a guitar. Is it still illegal to own the, to get a copy of the Carter, the documentary? I don't know. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's fucking great. I've seen it. Not legally, but I've seen it. <laughs> I saw I saw it at Cine Family. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Did they show it legally? No, they, they actually had a legal run of it, and they extended the run to it, and is every fucking well, hipster did, piece of shit in Los Angeles watching it. Didn't he get pulled, though, at one point? And then, like, he, ne- he could never get a, a proper theatrical distribution. It may have been no, a legal No, he didn't student. like it. He hated it, though, didn't he? 
I'm talking about Quincy Jones the third. Okay, okay, okay. Wayne, I actually have no idea what he thought about it. I thought he hated it and tried to stop it. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I thought that was I, the whole thing. The sequence where he just sets up and records uh, Mr. Carter is incredible. Dr. Carter. I just remember there's a part where he's listening to his own song and there's like a Topanga reference and he just looks and goes, boy meets world. <laughs> <laughs> that documentary has a lot of shocking moments to it. Like when he's setting up his own mic stand, I'm like, what the fuck? He does this himself? Like he has 20 guys around him at all times. None of them know how to set up a microphone stand. <laughs> he's just better at it than everyone else. Yeah, when he just wants to talk about ESPN and stuff like that, it's fucking great. All right, let's vote on these songs. Okay. I just can't stand tripping down the freeway for a lot of reasons. I'm going to vote for that. No, it's Cold Dark World, dude. This song's fucking atrocious. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, look, there are no real winners. Like, at least in this. like tripping down the freeway has like rivers like kind of staples that like make me make it passable to my ears. Cold Dark World is just I just want to turn it off immediately. I mean, I want to turn off both these songs, but like, I, I, it kind of feels more egregious to me that Rivers is trying all these things that are not, you know, in Weezer's wheelhouse, like the vocal effects, like all this. His, his, I think it's more wrong when Rivers is doing it than Scott Schreiner's recording a song and releasing it as a Weezer song. Anyhow, let's call someone and they'll sell this for us. Yeah, they'll sell. Somebody will have to deal with this too. You want to try Handel again? Yeah, sure. It's midnight. Almost midnight his time. <laughs> I might as well try. Do you have his number? Uh, yeah. Unless, yeah, of course. I mean. Who's in Ohio now? He might be asleep because it's like midnight on the East Coast. Hello? Hey. Hey, John. How's it going? Good. Is this a bracket thing? Oh, it is. It yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> how's uh, How's Ohio? It's fucking rainy, which is <laughs> <laughs> to me. Yeah. I was thinking about the other day. I was thinking about Andrew. I've only lived in Texas and Los Angeles. It's like I don't know what a normal amount of rain is. Oh, uh, rain in the summer of Ohio. It, it happens like almost once a day sometimes. What? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like I've had big storms. Like I walked home tonight through. Uh, through just like light rain, but it was consistent. And it was just weird. I haven't done that. Yeah, rain it rains a lot in Ohio. Not like a lot, a lot, but just like once a day, you'll get like, especially during the summer. That is insa- an insane amount the, to then me. The, then the, then the, the winter, it snows a lot. That is crazy. Yep. I'm used to I'm used to four months a year where it's just there is no liquid. It's also shockingly water. hot in the summers in Ohio. Yeah, it's been really hot and really muggy. Yeah, I, I've it's been muggy. Sweating everything off. It's been disgusting. Well, we're glad you're enjoying it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a terrific time. You got four years of it. Four, right? Or two? Three. I've, three. I've only got three. I, you know, I'm yep. like that getting my bachelor's again. No, I'm, I'm just getting that graduate degree. Nice. Yeah. Um, John, John Hendel here uh, went and enrolled in that LeBron James school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> for seventh. My, my, for my parents needed the help. You're at risk of uh, pursuing <laughs> a career in entertainment, and LeBron's like, "No, oh, man, nothing, don't nothing. do that." 
nothing says Akron like some dickhead from Maryland. <laughs> You're so far from Akron, though. I mean, like I know, I know Athens is so far from. Okay, yeah, nobody has any concept of where anything. Is People Ohio. from Ohio do. I know. I'm just saying, it's like and everything in Ohio is like three hours from everything else. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland's like three hours from Columbus, and then Columbus is like three hours from eh, two hours from Athens. I'd say. Yeah, and then about three hours. Anyhow, John, the songs yes. the songs we're doing are "Tripping Down the Freeway" uh-huh. ver- versus "Cold Dark World." God, <laughs> that, that was our reaction too. We were about to record this, like God, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I really, I really almost just kneeled over and died before doing this tonight. That's a real tough one. I know. That's why we're split. It's also why we spend most of this uh, episode so far not talking about this. Well, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. Who went what way? I went with uh, Cold Dark World. Yeah, I'm tripping down the freeway. Okay. <laughs> my de- my defense is like at least we're tripping down the we- freeway. It has some of those rivers idiosyncrasies and sort of like go tos that at least make it palatable to me. While Cold Dark World is just bad Scott Schreiner shit. And I argue that. Rivers doing the betrayals of the band and their tropes and signatures and all that is worse than when Scott Schreiner does it. And that this was just such a blatant uh, Green Day ripoff that <laughs> Rivers did. And it's very down to the talk boxes and the structure and just, you know, the chords and everything. And it's just kind of like, we can buy a Green Day record if we want this, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I see that, um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Andrew and say Cold Dark World. Hell yeah. I um, mean, this is not one that I'm because, like really upset about I dislike both these songs. Only reason, the only reason I would do that is like tripping out in the freeway is a disaster, especially in the verses. Agreed. But like, you know, you guys have talked about transposing chord structures and whatnot, and the chords chord structure for the chorus, I just really like it. So I can just listen to that over and over and over again, even though it's pretty meaningless. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say Cold Dark World. All right, then. Fair enough, man. Yeah. That's why we uh, we wanted to call someone, because we were pretty split. Though we both dislike these songs very much. We wanted them yeah. both, you know, yeah. you know, when two teams you dislike, like when the Giants and the Niners play, you just kind of like, oh, you know what? If an earthquake opens up and swallows both these teams, like I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> All right, John. You got anything to uh, promote to our vast audience? Oh, God. What, what about me? Can I, what can I sell? I, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on Twitter, Hendy Hendel. Hey. Um, Andrew, did, did how did you talk about the concert? Oh yeah, I've talked a lot. You mean the the, the Weezer concert? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Oh so, cool. I would like to I would like to plug the Weezer bracket. Hey, hey, thank you. So did Marco say? I'd like to shout out to Weezer bracket on on iTunes. Thank All you. Right. Well, yeah, hey. So, so if you know those fellows, let them know. So if you'd like to listen to a podcast about Weezer, go to iTunes <laughs> and subscribe to Weezer Bracket, as endorsed by John Hindle. I've done it. <laughs> I did it, too. I'm considering it. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. All right, thanks, guys. Have fun. We miss you. Bye. All right, we miss you, too. Bye. Well, there we go. It could have gone either way. I'll it really could have. Yeah. It could have. Well, there we go. Well, tripping down the freeway has tripped and is now in the uh, 
gutter by the side of the freeway, hoping for AAA to come and save it, but AAA's not coming, bud. You didn't pay your bill. That sounds like a Bad Rivers course first. I have become one with Bad Rivers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, Cold Dark World, moving on. It is a cold dark world for you and I, Andrew. Yeah, because I have to listen to this song one more fucking time. At least. <laughs> could go the distance this at this point. could go the distance. I remember, yeah. Well, let's hope the next round's better. Spoiler alert, it won't be. <laughs> round two. Happy hour. Off of Pacific Daydream. Versus Where's My Sex? Off of Hurley. Meg likes to hide it. She says that it gives her a kick. It may be under the rug or stuck in a shoe closet. Or tumbling round in the washing machine. She's always trying. Wow. So I think we've alluded, talked about the fact that Happy Hour was used in the, the film Blind Spotting. Yeah. But have we talked about the way it's used? No. We should we could talk about yeah, that because it's pretty interesting. It's yeah. actually pretty interesting. <laughs> it is. The characters in Blind Spotting are two uh, downtrodden movers uh, a black guy who is on his last three days of probation and a white guy who's a uh, fuck up. And they are Bay Area natives. Yeah. And they get invited to a tech party. I think it's for Spotify, maybe? or I think that it alludes to something kind of like Spotify, but you can't, obviously can't be Spotify. Yeah, you can. You can, you can mention it. They easily. definitely don't say Spotify in the film, though. It felt like Spotify. Yeah. And they go, and it's a bunch of carpetbagger assholes, you know, the people who are ruining the Bay, the tech bros. Hey, another shot of tech bros. Hey, tech bros. <laughs> Fuck you. That's three. All right. People who don't like United States postal, postal <laughs> service. They, it's a bunch of stamps.com users. <laughs> That's my new pejorative I'm going to use against people. You fucking stamps.com using asshole. Have you ever, I'm sure we do know people who use stamps.com. I, I think it's like a business. Thing. I think you have to buy like $100 of stamps to start using it. Yeah, I guess so. Are they just like hoping to get catch like office supply buyers who listen to podcasts then? Yeah, I think that, well, now they're trying to do it for everybody's uh, Kickstarter <laughs> returns. <laughs> so they go, this party's full of Stamps.com users, and they feel very out of place because these are the people who are coming in, making rents very high, chasing out the culture of the Bay, and they're just in the kitchen, and the song changes, and it's happy hour. <laughs> I didn't know about it. Like, I just saw you tweet about it, and I was like, "Are you serious?" It the, sounds made up when you, <laughs> you, when you just say, say it. when you tweeted that. I was like, "No way!" <laughs> <laughs> it's in there, baby. Do you think like they specifically were like, "Let's get a Weezer song" or or some song that could be played in the background? And what's something that we could get for cheap? Because the party is overwhelmingly white, yes, and it is on the you know Irish Catholic side of the spectrum of white. 
I think they're looking for the widest bands possible. The, here's the thing that only makes it me think that it doesn't quite fit in there. I just don't believe those people would be listening to Weezer, or at least Happy Hour. I don't think they would be listening to Modern Period Weezer. No, no way, no. But that movie, I don't think, could afford My Name is Jonas or something like no, that. No, absolutely not. And I think it's one of those things that's in there that's just kind of a subtle nod to it. Yeah. I think if you play Surf Wax America, I think that scene becomes distracting. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing about Happy Hour. Not enough people notice it, so it just becomes background music. And that is what Happy Hour kind of sounds like. It sounds like you are at Starbucks. Oh, yeah. It's like their most like Starbucks song ever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like a washed-out song. It seems like the way Rivers would try and attempt a chill wave song, which is... Not successful and not exactly sounding at all like a chill wave song, but it has like maybe one element of a chill wave song. I don't know. Like, I think if I were not someone who did a podcast about Weezer and had not heard the record, if you just played it for me and I let it play in the background and they say, hey, was that a Blackbird Blackbird song? I'm like, oh, yeah, probably. (sighs) It's a 2017 Weezer song, I guess. It kind of fits into the movie really well because it's like that song plays and it's like these people think they're cool but they're kind of out of touch if you're playing happy hour at your party you're definitely way the fuck out of touch but you know what makes you in touch what if you listen to a podcast where they talk about happy hour play this podcast at at your your party party. get fucked up to this podcast get fucked up the weezer bracket i I hope i hope someone is listening to this while just rolling their fucking face off wow it's like they're talking about weezer at my own house Uh, what they have it's like this this huge like come to jesus moment where like i will never use stamp stop com again they wake (laughs) up the next morning and they're just like my god i i prayed to the usps from now on I'm sorry, it is just cheaper and efficient to send anything (laughs) through the Postal Service. It just fucking is. And the reason why everyone thinks it's going bankrupt is because they have to prepay into the pension like 10 years in advance. And so it's the Republicans set it up to fail. But you know what? Even in spite of that, it is not losing even that much money. It is is the definition of a well-run efficient government system. Can I ask a question about the postal, post office? Absolutely. Why was it in the 90s people would go postal? Like, why was it the postal working for the post office that made you go crazy? Apparently? Oh, I've, ha- I've had this explained to me. Yeah. The problem with being a postal worker is that you never have a sense of finishing the job. Okay. So, like, let's say you're a sorter, yeah. you know, and you're, set, you, you, you're taking the incoming mail and you're putting it into sections for different zip codes and everything like that. Mail is always coming in. Yeah. So you have this giant pile of mail uh, when you go into work. When you leave work, that pile is the same, if not bigger. Like you feel, you feel like Sisyphus. You are never making progress. Yeah. Like if you work overtime, you still don't make a dent. So you feel all loss of progression in your job. You just don't feel like you're making any sort of progression. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're just running in place all at one time. Exactly. And if you do that for five, six years, yeah, that that gets to you. I mean, that's not like a stereotype you hear about much anymore. No. Because I feel like the thing is everyone's job kind of <laughs> is like that anymore. <laughs> Anyone who works in the office and any sort of like emails, 
That's you know you can exactly as much as you read them, they just keep on stacking up, and you're never done reading them or like responding to emails or like yeah, it, it, you always feel like you have five more tasks than you can accomplish in a day. Yeah, it's like every job I've ever had is it just does it never stops really. That's one of the thing I like about doing set work. It's like at least some point the job comes to a fucking oh, yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I either did a great job or I fucked it up or something like that. But or... then you got to find another gig. That fucking sucks. I'm real tired of that. <laughs> you know what probably makes set life better? What? Having Where's My Sex play in the background at all time. You know, if we're not shooting sync sound, you can do that. <laughs> you really want to. <laughs> yeah, These characters need some motivation. What if you play Where's My Sex by Weezer? Off of their most popular album, Hurley. Yes, that is a brilliant idea. I will do that. It just blows my mind every time. Like the inspiration was like possibly his daughter saying, "Where's my sex?" Your daughter says, "Where's my sex?" You're like, "Baby girl." And I guess I get the idea. Like, tee hee 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 hee. My daughter said sex for the first time. She doesn't know it was a you know it was like this weird slip of the tongue sort of. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> kids say the darndest thing. Yeah. But you know what you don't normally go off and do. You don't go write a fucking song about it. And try to release it as a single. Jesus Christ. Can I tell you about a really bad short I tried to write when I was in like high school? Sure. It was like I was thinking about doing my stop. It was about like one sock whose like partner gets a hole in it. So he's like him tra- traversing like the world trying to find a- another partner. Oh, that's at least a little twist on the... Usually I've seen so many uh, missing socks short films yeah having gotten to film school and having judged film festivals is that usually from the perspective of the sock it's usually one sock and it's usually comes out the dryer and the other one's gone and it's got to go on some madcap wacky adventure and then it finds a sock like the sock oh it's just the sock was just left in the dryer or oh it's still in the hamper my sock almost killed itself that's a, I think this is a top tier. Look, here's what makes this uh, this sock short top tier for me. What? One, did not get made. <laughs> Two, an attempted suicide makes it more interesting than it's just like, oh, the sock's just walking around. Anyhow, you know I guarantee what? you I, that would have been what, if this had a music video. Oh my God, it would have been something like it that. It would have been something like that. Oh, God, some poor... And it would have really gotten, like, the first time you hear it, there is some ambiguity until, like, halfway through, it's like, wait, he's not talking about having sexual intercourse at all. Oh, this is a really bad, not even a pun. If that's a music video, you you lose that intrigue. That's why there's no music video. (laughs) Rivers is like, we can't give away the joke. Oh, no... How about we just make our own music video for it, Nick? So we have to listen to this song so many times already. I don't want to keep doing it. We're going to have to listen to it again. You know why? Why? Because it wins this round. It does. Where's My Sex is a much worse song than Happy Hour. Happy Hour is at least vaguely pleasant. Yeah, this song is just shit. You know, you, here's, here, here's the real test for these two songs. If you run a company, which I imagine several of our listeners run at least like Fortune like 100, maybe Fortune 50 companies. We think, you got, we think very highly of all of you. Yeah, look, except for you, Elon Musk, um, <laughs> who's definitely, definitely... Of Weezer Bracket Listen. Yeah, Grimes turned them on. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Azalea Banks? <laughs> oh, that like Elon now smokes weed and it ruined his life theory? <laughs> no, like 
I don't think these are real, by the way. I want to believe. I want to believe it. Celia has led me astray too many times in the past. Remember that time she like cleaned out her closet from all the chicken sacrifices because she practices Santeria? That shit was real. That blood was like thick and old, and it's just like, oh my fucking god. But so, so basically, Grimes said she got Elon Musk so into weed and weed culture that when his shares went private, he tried to sell them at four twenty a dollar more than they were were worth, and now he's under investigation because of it. <laughs> That's a little bit of a uh, stretch. It is a lot more than they were worth. Yeah. Weed ruined his life. It, weed ruins everyone's life. Yeah. Don't smoke weed. Oh, maybe you don't want to be talking I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, um, where's my sex? Yeah, wait. I had a point. Well, I guess my point was Elon Musk. Oh, no. Fortune 500. For, uh, yeah. If you have one of the top companies in the world, you probably listen to this podcast. Take both of these songs... And make them your hold music for customer service. One will get a lot more complaints than the other. <laughs> that was my point. Okay. Yeah. Where's my sex? Moving on. Well, here we are. End of another episode. Your winners. Cold Dark World. And Where's My Sex? Oh, boy. Yeah. God just brutal this week this just gets tougher and tougher we yeah these are the things we do for our listeners and they love us for it this sucks this is like this is like watching an s craig sailor film <laughs> jesus <laughs> i disagree Things happen on the Weezer bracket, baby. <laughs> we looked at Shannon Elizabeth's website for 15 minutes. <laughs> We're also semi-confident. <laughs> Did you say confident or competent? Competent, confident. It sounded like confident, which, you know, is also true. Yeah. All right. So, so next week, we have Automatic versus We Are All on Drugs Ooh. and Smile versus Thought I Knew. Well, you know, those are four songs that are definitely going to keep people coming back to this podcast. <laughs> Why would they would come listen to this after hearing that? Mm. But please do. Please. Yeah, please. We'll we make need, it entertaining. We need the validation, too. We need more, you know, this has been a positive outlet in our lives. Please support us. All right, guys. All right, yeah. Have a good week. All the Weezer songs, we are claiming fair use uh, for purposes of discussion, and you should look back because there's a lot of discussion about them. So there you go. But the intro music is by Alvoro Kid, and we downloaded it from hooksounds.com, Creative Commons with attribution. So there you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and see you next week. Oh, I would also like to give a shout out to Spence Nicholson for helping us with the art. Yeah. Oh, he's real happy about that. And giving it and letting us record in your house. Thank you, Spence. Thanks, Spence. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.